Hi, I'm the Asian sensation Kanji. You're listening to Queen's Court. Hi guys, this is the Queen of Queen's Massage talking. And I am so happy to introduce you to the Queen's Court. To this week's episode of Queen's Courts with your girl, the Queen of Annie, bound for glory review with my pal Benji. Yes, very exciting stuff. You know, there was supposed to be a reunion show for Wrestling Real World Season 2. It just didn't quite work out with timing and whatever. So I decided to have my pal Benji, who was also in the Wrestling Real World, come on and chat with me about this past weekend's pay-per-view, Sunday's pay-per-view, Bound for Glory. There was a lot of things we had to talk about, y'all. It was a super fun time, and if y'all don't follow my pal Benji at Calavera Comedy, you need to. <laughs> um, he's the shit. So I was really excited to have him on uh, again to talk about this awesome show that we saw. Uh, Y'all, there's some things going on with Queen's Court. We dropped Queenie Guides, episode one. You can expect episode two coming soon to a theater near you. Keep a lookout at the Queen of Any for that on Twitter. I will post a little teaser, a little something when that's going to drop, honey. But, you know, I'm not going to give you too much information, okay? But I will say that next week, you're going to get a double episode of Queen's Court. The first on Wednesday and the second on Halloween. Zipped lips ain't telling you shit. But what I will tell you, babies, strap in because it's time to hold court with the Queen to talk Bound for Glory. All right, everyone. Welcome back from that short, short, short intro. And I'm here with the man who constantly makes me laugh, who is going to be making a double appearance on Queen's Court, actually, this week and next week. Whoa. It just worked out this way. And it's exciting for me. I have my pal and yours, Dempsey. Yo, that intro, yo. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Benji, what's good? Oh, man, you know, I'm, I'm coming off a busy weekend, yo. Like, this Impact, man. Impact is where it's at, man. I know. Well, busy weekend because, you know, you were at All Glory on Saturday. Yes. And then we had Bound for Glory on pay-per-view yesterday. Woo. Woo. It was a big weekend. Big weekend, yo. And, like, I'm hype, yo. I'm hype. Like, I'm, I'm still on a, on a, on a hype from, from the shows, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do know what you mean. <laughs> wrestling does that you know you get all like excited and in it and you get all like oh my gosh you get that feeling that only a live wrestling show can give you yes you know and then you watch i didn't it. even realize it was monday you didn't realize it was monday oh shit i did <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> i was like oh man <laughs> we're here it's monday but that's okay because we have a lot to break down and talk about but Benji, you have some some news to share. You got your own little podcast. You know, I, I've, I've been I've been watching what y'all been doing. I got I got myself a little bit inspired. You know what I mean? A little bit little bit of an inspiration. You know what I mean? I do. Tell us about it. So it's called Calavera Block. The principle of it is like 
at the, it doesn't for wrestling. I always say it doesn't matter your race, religion, creed, economic status. All that doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we're all just some skulls just kicking it on the block. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about. That's what that podcast is about. It's going to be a weekly thing, you know. Um, there's a lot of a lot of inspiration came from you know listening to Queen over there. Uh, he'll pop some chair shots, get your podcast. I've been seeing what y'all been doing, and you know what? Y'all inspired me. I gotta be oh, honest. I love that. I love that you're getting into the pod game. I, I whenever you said the the name of your podcast, I was like, oh, he's Calavera from the block. I you feel know? like I need Jenny J Lo. to come out and sing my song. He's just, just kind of from the block. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, not, I might make that a thing. Like, you know, <laughs> don't sue me, J-Lo. It was only 15 seconds. It's all right. <laughs> but I love that. I love that. I love that you're in the podcasting game, Benji, and I, and I think that you should be. I know you've been doing stuff with other shows as well, but I feel like you need to have your own space. you got a lot to say, and it's, it's very good. And I'm super pumped to talk about this impact weekend that Yo, we speak on it queen Woo! okay so listen let's start with all glory because you were there i was there live in person yo yo and... okay Woo! tell us all about it all right so um i had never gone to one of these shows before so i didn't know what to expect my boy vince over here was telling me you know to come through it's 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 you know um General admission, it's all that, right? So I'm thinking, I'm expecting, you know, it's going to be like one of those shows you go in, you know, get, get your seats or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I go in there and it's, it's very, very, the vibe was very much like a, like a fan fest with a wrestling ring basically in there. And I don't know if it translated on, on Twitch where it was streaming, but for me, my experience there, it was so much fun, you know, like just interacting and, and mingling with other wrestling fans. I, yo, like shout out to Get Your Podcast, they were there. You know, I yes! hooked up with them. Yo, they are hilarious. Y'all gotta check them out. They are hilarious. Who else was there? Yo, it was just like uh, Warren Hayes was there. Like it was a whole bunch of people I didn't even expect to be there. Yo, and it was just it was such 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 a fun like chill vibe. You know what I mean? Like it was no no BS, no nothing. Like everyone was chill and and yo like the matches yo like just blew your mind with the stuff they were doing, man. Like they really went all out on this match, man, and every match, man, everybody had something to prove, and everybody brought something different. Oh, man, okay, so what matches did you actually see on Saturday? So, on Saturday, I saw um, Shotzi Blackheart versus Lainey Luck versus uh, Kylie Ray, and <laughs> it was my first time, I gotta be honest, it was my first time, and I know it's a shame, being from Chicago, it was my first time seeing Kylie, Kylie Ray live, and yo, she yo, she lit that crowd. Like she has it, man. <laughs> like when people say what that is, like she has it, man. Like it was just such a such a warm vibe. Like I don't even know how to describe it. Like the perfect, like, I guess baby face, I want to say. I don't know what it was, but like you really wanted to cheer for her. Even though I'm I was in my match, I was, you know, for my girl, Lainey Luck, you know, I was already, you know, wanting to see her defend her title and everything. But like I was like, yo, this wow, okay. Okay, Kylie. <laughs> Okay, girl. Well, you know what's interesting about about that whole situation? On top of seeing her live, which I hear, as you're telling me and what other people have told me, is is just a joy to watch. And, you know, I was getting excited to see her in person myself because here I was going all out thinking that she's going to be with AEW. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to see Kylie Ray in person. This could be dope. Mm, Nope. (laughs) So 
she's gone, right? She she asked for her release. Tony Khan confirmed that. It's very tight-lipped. Nobody really knows, like, what happened with that. And there's a lot of speculation and stuff, and that's for them. But there she goes, shows up at an indie event, and now she's showing up at Impact. Like, wild, right? Because everyone was thinking and assuming, right, that she, like, retired from wrestling, and that was it. Yeah, there was definitely a, a lot of talk through, throughout town, you know, as they say, you know, um, this mental health issue or is this personal issue, something happened. Like, honestly, nobody knows. And I'm just happy. I'm just as a fan, like, I'm just happy she's she seems to be doing all right. And she's, you know, doing what she what she likes to do. And that's cool. Like, I don't know what what the situation was, all that speculation. But I mean, she's wrestling again. So I think that's that's a good step, right? Yeah, I would say that's a good step. She seems happy from what I saw. I checked out highlights from that match in particular because I was like, oh. Like, what's oh, going on here, right? What's going on here? Like, this triple threat's about to be crazy. And uh, so that was good. What other matches were so at? So, I also, one of the main matches I wanted to see was, see, here in Chicago, there's a guy called uh, Project Monix. And mm-hmm. that's the guy I've been being told about, being told about, I'm like, I'm from Chicago, I need to see this guy, I need to see what he's about, so it was um, Bruta Baker versus GPA versus Project Monix versus Bryce Benjamin versus Isaiah Velasquez, and you know, Project Monix delivered, man, that guy was another one, like, that dude is the man. I People, people throw that around, but no, that guy literally is the man. <laughs> another match that um, really surprised me, and this one, by coincidence, I, I had heard about this guy through the I'm just you know, throwing names out here now. Go for it. <laughs> Through the uh, Hugh Pops Chair Shots podcast, they interviewed. Um, they had an interview with Blake Christian, right? Mm-hmm. And throughout that interview, I learned more about him and Alex Zane, another guy mm-hmm. in this match. And so I came in with that mindset, like, okay, I just heard them on this podcast. You know, I'm gonna see them in this match. And this dude, yo, he was. They were doing dives and stuff I had never seen before, man. Like, I don't know if you've seen the highlights, but this dude did a like a corkscrewed salt somersault over the balcony like something you see out of a lucha underground match onto the <laughs> musician stage like christian with his hit a i don't know what you even call it he dove but like spin like almost if he was on a skateboard and then landed flat on the like they were just doing some wild stuff that i had never seen before and and it was just like match after match ac romero came out big dude man like yo it was just like match after match and and a lot of these, some of these people, like, nobody knew who they were. Like, they weren't as well-known. And by the end of it, like, oh, I got to check that guy out. Or I got to look that guy up. Or I'm going to hit that guy up. Like, it was just, it was that kind of show. Like, it was it was, it was a real genuine showcase of all these different promotions. You know, um, Warrior Wrestling, Zello Pro. Like, all these all these promotions just went out there and put up a, a, a damn show for Impact. And I, I think a lot of, I think it worked out well. Like, it was such a great experience. Yeah, it seems like it was because you were really hype about it. And I was excited to talk to you because, you know, there's a lot of wrestlers that were local that I didn't really know about that obviously you knew and you know and you and you do know about. Um, But, you know, you know how much I love GCW, right? And you know that Zane and and Blake have been at GCW quite a bit and watching them wrestle is an absolute treat. So um, for me, this was a match from All Glory that I was like, let me just take so- take a look at this because I know these people right here. Let right. me see what's going on. And uh, that move, he officially named Aliyah, E-L-I-A. Oh, okay. 
I guess he he put out a tweet this morning about it because someone had a uh, a gif or a movie that he reposted and said it was to honor someone Elia. So E L I A. Okay. I guess that's how you say. It. I'm not sure, but I'm just guessing based off the spelling. Um, but it's a it's a I don't know. It's like a twisting splash. I don't know what you call it, but like the 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 move is called Elia. But nice. in okay. real life, I don't know. You just make it up. So I guess he made it up and that's it. Um, nice. But he's excellent, and that's definitely a match that you should check out, and and super super fun. But oh yes, yeah, definitely. So you met a bunch of people too. So I met a bunch of people, yo. Oh, uh, shoot. Yo, I'm just like, uh, <laughs> okay. Go so on. first person, first person I met was, and I've been wanting to meet uh, this person for years. It just never fell through. Finally got to meet Taya Valkyrie, yo, Whoop. and dude, she's so awesome, man. Like she's so down to earth. And, and, like, you know, yeah, I consider myself somewhat semi-funny from occasion, you know, I guess. Yo, but if I I made her laugh, and that's the thing I'm going to hang my hat on for the rest of the show, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> you made her laugh, yeah. So, that, that was dope. Like, she was super cool. And then, um, so, <laughs> this doesn't happen often because, you know, you know how we do. You know, I don't, I don't get starstruck or anything like that, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah. um, so, I, w- I went up to Tenniel Dashwood, and I got to be honest with y'all, like, I got starstruck. I don't know what it was. I, I started, I froze. I got nervous. Um, so my dumbass, like, we're going to go take the picture. But I got the stupid 8x10, like, facing inward. So the back's out and the the signature everything's facing me instead of being, you know, the other way around. And, you know, she, she kind of you know, tells me, like, hey, do you want to, like, flip that around the other way? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, silly me. And I flip it around, but I put it sideways. And I'm like, oh, wait, sorry. It was just a damn embarrassing oh. mess. Yo, but oh, she no. was so cool about it, yo. And <laughs> she was just laughing her ass off. Oh, my God. Not the first impression. But you know what? This is how it went down. She was super cool. Um, Talking to uh, who was Sammy Callahan, Brian Cage. Ethan, yo, Ethan Page is hilarious, man. Like, he's, you think he's funny on his vlogs? And, no, yo, in person, man, just the way he was interacting. Him and the North. Just the way the North and, as entirely was interacting with, with the crowd, with everybody there and everything. Just, you know, get, make it a, such an awesome vibe. You know what I mean? It was just so chill. Um, there was no no negativity or no nothing. They brought everybody in. Like, they were making everybody laugh. He was talking smack to Tessa. Like, it was just, like, so much. It was such a good vibe, you know. Um, who else? Oh, Shotzi Blackheart um, was also there. I talked to her. Um, who else? Uh, Jordan Grace. She was dope as hell, too. Um, Willie Mack, Rich Swan. Like, the whole, the whole cast, wow. you know, like, they were just so, like, engaging with everybody like they weren't like there with a bad attitude or nothing nothing like that at all they were engaging with whoever was walking by and everything and everybody was so cool and you just got this this vibe from all of them like not i don't want to say a chip on the shoulder but you had this vibe that they were like okay we we got something to prove tomorrow you know what i mean and and that's what really what what they did on bound for glory like they even going in like they they were had that mindset like we're we're having fun right now we're you know we're gauging with the crowds it's a fan fest but like we got something to prove and and, and you saw that look at the determination of all of them the rascals everybody like they were all determined to put on a show whether they were on the show or not like they were just all there supporting each other really and that's something that you don't see often like especially with any type of work environment there's always like that weird vibe or like you don't really vibe with somebody but as far as in my experience being there like everybody was vibing with everybody and there was no 
nothing bad to say about anybody. Oh, and like it was just such a great experience, man. Oh my god. Well, listen to you. I'm like super jealous that I wasn't there. That <laughs> See, sounds so that's chill. A, that's a thing that I, I I guess I have to take acknowledge. Um, especially being in Chicago, it's such a wrestling town, and I I have to remember that. To be grateful for that. Sometimes it's hard to be grateful. Like I, I forget sometimes that there's so much wrestling here, so much going on here that other states, other cities don't have as much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean you have so many independents, which is yes. really dope. Like where I'm from, like New York is is easily accessible, but it's still a two-hour train ride for me, right? Yeah. So it's not like I can just kind of hop a half an hour and I'm at the XYZ promotion. I have a few that are nearby, and I have one real big one in Connecticut, but Everywhere else is I got to travel really far, which is fine, but it's not like that. So I'm always like hearing your stories or Tiff's stories from All Elite, Pl- uh, All Elite Pod because, of course, she goes everywhere. She's the indie queen and, you know, JPQ's in Philly and that's uh, obviously huge wrestling town. And it's just so cool that, you know, in 2019, there's so much to choose from. Yes. And it's I feel like it's just getting more infinite as we move forward, like. There's so many people and so many promotions and so many different things that I've never heard of before. And I'm like, what, what's going on? Oh my God, I need to learn about this person. And what is this promotion? It's like overwhelming a little bit, but in the yeah. best way possible. And isn't it crazy that like you, you find out about a person or promotion and then you get to be able, you, you find an avenue to, to be able to actually watch it. No. Yeah. That's the best. <laughs> it's so damn cool and and I'm like oh my god because a lot of these people you know uh, the streaming services aren't there right so they mm-hmm. have to go to a different platform in order to showcase whatever it is that they're doing and some of them have their own platforms or some of them will use fight obviously or or power slam to put up their stuff or, or whatever the case may be I just feel like everything is getting more and more accessible as we go on and not to you know not to deviate too much from impact which is why we're here but you know, the announcement today of New Japan in America is, uh, it is so <laughs> huge. Like, this is momentous news. And just with all this wrestling happening, you know, the WWE making all their changes and whatever they're going to do. And NXT is now on television. And, you know, we have Monday, Wednesday, Friday with them. And then we have AEW on Wednesdays. We have NWA and we have Impact and we have coming to Access um, next week. They're going to start doing their their TV shows on access. And now we have new Japan, which is on access, but not as great of a deal as their streaming service. But I guess now that's going to be different. I don't know. I mean, why yo, 2019 is wild, Benji. Wild. yo. <laughs> like you add all the streaming services thing and then go into live shows. Yo, wrestling is going to leave me broke. Yo, like I'm going to go broke on wrestling. Seriously, I can't. You know, people were talking to me the other day and they're like, I'm shocked that you're not going to Full Gear and Starcast because it's on the East Coast, it's in Baltimore. And I'm like, I mean, I'm it's close, but it's not that close. And I'm like, it's like a seven hour drive, dude. Like I, I no. <laughs> and and they're like, Well, you could do that. I'm like, I could, but like I just did all out. <laughs> I can't do another round, right? It's just right. so crazy. And like going to all these indie shows and doing all these other things. I went to New Japan a couple weeks ago, which was so dope. And I'll go to whatever I can go to. But high key, like I don't have this money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'll, I'll admit that straight out. I just don't. I, I, I was lucky to be able to do what I have been able to do. And you're right. Sometimes you have to be take a step back and appreciate and 
you know, we want to go to everything, right? We just want to be there. Yeah. A lot of wrestling, especially in the independent scene and and uh, the bigger promotions outside of WWE, feel very can't miss these days. I don't know if you feel the same way. No, but that's like, 100% true. Like, every show, like, it's been killing it, man. Indie or whatever you have it. Just, they've been knocking it out of the park left and right. And it's like, damn, I, I can't miss that show. And then... You're like, okay, I might skip that show. And then they add a whole bunch of people to the car. And you're like, wait, what happened? I Who's know. What? You're like, oh, come on. You're killing my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love y'all and I want to support it. But, you know, the other thing is, too, is I feel like there's something to be said for you don't have to go to everything, right? It's good and healthy for you to miss some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Not only for your wallet, but, like, also, you don't have to be at everything if, you know, you can't make it or whatever. It's okay. <laughs> but sometimes it just feels like, yo, damn, I should have been at that show. What is wrong with me, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's definitely. I had a lot of um, friends would be like, oh, come out to SCW, SC Pro, like, over there in Iowa. And, like, I went out to a few shows, but then it's like, that's like a two and a half, almost three-hour drive every time. It's like. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh, yo, like, I want to, but, yo, I don't know. I don't you know, it's like, uh, but yeah, definitely, everybody's been knocking it out, and definitely, like, even going to, like, for example, into Bound for Glory, like, yes. Imp- Impact has, like, cons- been the most, probably one of the most underrated, consistent shows out of the, out of any promotion for, for a minute, you know, because they still carry, unfortunately, that stigma of, sure, of that old TNA, like, the whole ending of it, they carry that stigma, like, you see it online, everything, oh, Impact, oh, why you, why do you want to sign there, or, like, oh, they're whack, or whatever, you know, but that's not the same TNA, you know, this is a whole crop of new people, new management, everything, you know, and, like, every now and then, some, some little, you know, negative thing, or some rumor will come out on, on this, on the, you know, Twitter, or whatever, you know, and then that's what people cling on to, oh, see, they haven't changed, like, even starting this, this, um, Bound for Glory. Um, we even had they had that technical error in the beginning, and then that already threw some people off. Like, oh, see, they're the same thing. Like, it's just me- like they already started crapping on it. You know, it didn't even start right. off. But, but then if you stick around, man, they they change your mind. Like, Slammiversary was amazing. This is no less of of, of the bar. You know, they they anything, they just keep elevating it. I feel the same way. Uh, you know what's interesting is, of course, big news is that Joey Ryan has signed with Impact. And, yes. You know, this was huge, huge, huge. And he put out his tweet was like, you know, Impact's been consistent. It makes sense for me. Plus, like, I keep on my indie dates. I could do what I want to do. And on top of that, he could be himself, no gimmick. Like, he doesn't have to worry about it. And I thought that tweet was really telling, right? Because, I mean, we know unofficially, right, that other people were af- after him. And I'm sure he got several lucrative opportunities and he chose to stay in the indies. He made that speech earlier this year and said, no, I'm like, I'm good. And uh, then this came along and he's like, yo, like why wouldn't it make sense for me to go here? They're consistent. They have a great roster. Like I can do whatever I want to do on the indies and I can be myself. And when you think about it that way, it's like, oh shit. Well, uh, oh yeah. All right. Cool. That makes sense. You know, for him, that makes sense. And, you know, I know there's a lot of drama with like Killer Cross and whatever. And, you know, that's his story to tell when he's ready to kind of drop all that knowledge. He said a lot of things already on Twitter and and on Chris Van Vliet's uh, show and and stuff. But that's his experience. And that might be a little something different. But for me, the Impact Women's roster is the strongest women's roster other than stardom, like anywhere. 
Shout out to Stardom. I'm, you know, hashtag shout watch out, Stardom. Know, watch Stardom. So glad you put you put so many people on Stardom. And that's that's yeah. so that's JPQ. Good. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's all his fault. I love You're it. welcome. Love it, yo. Like, because yeah. again, not to get too far off, just real quick. Like, oh, it's all right. Go for it. A lot of people don't. They fall asleep on Stardom, and yeah. you know, they don't. They they get discouraged just from trying to figure out how to watch it and everything. And your guide showed how to watch, like, the whole thing, just introducing them, everything, letting the people know what's going on there, yo. Like, that's the, that's done a lot already. Like, I, I hear more more talk, more chatter about stardom, and that's good, you know. Because especially with um whatever news they had about being bought out and all that stuff, definitely put mm-hmm. them out there in the news a bit. But even then, like, they're, the wrestling is just so good, yo. And, like, that, and then you bring that, you see that that quality right and then you see this yeah. the knockouts division you know it's just Oof. like quality and quality it's stacked you know and <laughs> women's wrestling is making such great strides outside of wwe and it's cool to see that like bushi road buying which is new japan's parent company by the way also buying stardom is a huge huge deal um and those women are gonna you know I, i'm glad for that too because we need a lot of strong women's rosters that are being showcased in the way that, you know, those of us who love women's wrestling uh, deserve to see. You know, this is yeah. the kind of stuff that we should see as fans and and they should get to do uh, as performers and, and athletes, of course. Um, I, I love to see that. And with Impact, I feel the same way, like just staring at their roster and you're like, Tessa, Jordan. Rosemary, Taya. Ooh, speak Jessica. on it. Speak I mean, on it. you could literally keep going and you're like, oh shit, like this roster is stacked. It's just got so much t- like actual technical wrestling awesomeness, mm-hmm. not to mm-hmm. mention the character work. I mean, Rosemary is some of the best character work anywhere, hands down. You could fight me if you don't <laughs> believe that because she is 100% herself all the time interviews photo shoots signings and in the ring she's rosemary a million percent and if you don't believe me watch her interviews with alicia too she's exactly herself <laughs> which is like the dopest thing and just to see how they showcase you know intergender wrestling which i hate to use that term right i just want it to be wrestling like right, we got to get right. to the we got to get to that point but for now it's you know popularly known as intergender wrestling they're pushing that narrative and they're really kind of giving that platform to allow this to be showcased, which I think is super dope, and putting them in matches that women aren't normally and haven't been in the past featured in. Who else is doing that right now? Very true. Like, there's just that fear that, like, oh, if we do that, then we're going to lose a certain amount of audience or people are not going to believe it. It's not going to be believable. But if you see the, some of the stuff going on in Impact, especially with, you know, men versus women wrestlers and all that, like, it's it's way more than believable, right? There's there's less believable things going on in wrestling than than this, all right. And and if anything, like a lot of the matches we had here at Bound for Glory, like if anything, Tessa's a testament to that. That like you can do those kind of matches and it could be good. Her match with Sammy Callahan at Slammiversary in the main event, that was one of the better matches that I've seen in a minute, yo. Like yeah. it can be done. It's not impossible. You just have to believe in the talent, you know? You do have to believe in the talent. And I'm really glad that you said that because this is what I really love about Impact. When you look at their women's roster, like we were talking about, and you take the likes of Tessa and Jordan Grace and Jessica Havoc and Rosemary and Taya, just those five, right? Mm -hmm. And just look at them. 
that's some of the most intimidating dominant women ever. I would believe that Taya Valkyrie could get in the ring with a dude and whip his ass. I'd believe it. Why wouldn't you believe it? Tessa Blanchard, same thing. Because mm-hmm. they're very talented. And not only are they very talented wrestlers, but they're very talented in the way that they sell their character and the way that they present their story. You know, Tessa is, is the pinnacle right now. To me, she's the best of the best of the best. She hits on all cylinders. And that's something special and unique just to Impact. And, she, of course, she does wow as well. But for Impact, that it gives it a little... In French, joie de vivre, a little something different. Oh, that's not the French. Uh, just a little something. It makes me feel some type of way. I got to speak different languages. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it gives a little something special that I don't find even in AEW. And like, I love AEW. Don't get me wrong. They have a lot of talented females, but their roster does not hit like Impact's knockouts do. Oh, you're going to get flack for that. I know. Listen, well, <laughs> listen, listen. I love them. I do. I really do. But Brick Baker right now is not doing it for me. Riho is one of the best ever, and I love her. She's great. Um, they have some talent. Sadie Gibbs is great. I want to see her wrestle on television. Let's do that, you know? Mm-hmm. So and, until some of that starts to come to fruition, like Nyla Rose is dope, but she's very green, in my opinion. Um, you know, I, I don't dislike them. I love B Priestley. She's the stardom <laughs> champion. Love her. You know, but I like to see her wrestle more. And we've seen her on dark matches. Let's get her on TV. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you are 100% right. Like they That's were, what I that, mean. They're not yeah, showcased. Right. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They have the talent. They're just not, they're not hitting like Impact's knockouts are. They just, in my opinion, they're not. Because they're not showcased as much right now. No, that's 100% right. If you look at them, they, they focused, obviously, they focus on the single wrestlers. The tag teams have a lot of focus. They have a whole tournament going. And then you have... The women, you know, sometimes second match, maybe opening the show or maybe, you know, just one match on the show. And I don't know if it's just a lack of depth, depth, depth. I think it depth. is. You know that depth. word. Yes. yes that word. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, like, I don't know, man. Like, it, it's it's hard. It's hard to compare them to, like, a knockouts or even, like, a women on NXT or, like, sure. it's just those division, like, stardom. Like, the divisions are just, they have a lot of depth. And it's just, like, you go from top to bottom and... Mm-hmm. Any one, any day can main event, or any one of them could, could carry a, a good storyline, or right. or just challenge for the title. Each one of them can do that, and and that I don't know. I don't, a lot of people sleep on this knockouts division, as like you said, you know. And then the way Impact showcases them, man, like actually it makes yeah. them feel important. Like, okay, this is a match you need to pay attention to, you know. Like, yeah. okay, for example, this one you had Ty Valkyrie, Tanya Dashwood, mm-hmm. basically open the show. And it was they gave them the thing is they gave them enough time and they told their story that, that they wanted to tell, and they, they just knocked it out of the park, man. They really did. They really honestly did. Um, you know, and the Bound for Glory, uh, Bound for Glory. Sorry, whoops, <laughs> that's the title. Bound for Gold Gauntlet match. Uh, that was cool. It had some interesting spots, and and obviously Eddie wins that, and and that's cool. But this women's match kind of is the first singles match like you said it basically opens the show and it was really good like really good and i was just sitting here like i mean i knew i know that they're good (laughs) obviously but it's just so interesting to watch that match go and how they interacted with one another because i was a little unsure i was like hmm okay like what are we gonna do here um i'd like to see them them mix the ladies up a little bit more like i get why 
you know, they have Taya. She's the longest reigning knockout champion ever. And that's dope and cool. But now I'm a little concerned of where they're going to go with the storylines. I feel like if they had given it to Tennille, they could have had a lot of heels come for her and they could have had a a different type of storyline. Like for me now with Taya, like what, like Kylie, Tessa, like where are we going? You know what I'm saying? That's that's always an issue in wrestling in general. Once you build someone an undefeated streak or streak it's like okay when does this end and who gets to end it like you, right. very rarely do streaks like that end um, in a satisfying way yeah i feel like the same thing and it, and it's just for me a little troubling because i'm like okay well where are we where are we going like are we getting sue like what's happening you know and and that's okay and that's cool that it's a little uncertain i just wish that they would mix it up a little bit more i'd also like them to add some more women to the division so we don't have the same match you know 24 7 right. which is why i'm glad we didn't get tessa taya you know again and and other stuff like that and i'm glad that we had Tanil, which is great and she's what's so cool about her is you see her and it's finally you know a couple years been removed from wwe now and I don't even really see that anymore when I see her. And that I find really dope. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, even when I was meeting her, like, you had other people meeting her. Like, nobody really brought up any WWE stuff, you know? They were just asking about her or, like, what she's been doing or, you know, all stuff. Like, that's... People know it. It's acknowledged. It's not hidden. It's not, you know, secret or anything. But I think people are finally moving past that. And and I think that's important for her, especially, just to be given a chance to, like, okay, let me start over. This is who I am. That's not, you know bubbly emma from wwe for the rest of my life you know i'm tineal dashwood this is who i am and and she really carries herself like way and you saw it in this match like yeah just doing things just stepping her game up you know like i'm a okay I, i'm obviously biased i'm a huge tie mark obviously but you know for her to step like to just step up and be right in that main like in that type 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 of match with her you know and like deliver yeah. you know um just just you know I'm i'm glad that people are finally seeing it that way I I am too, and I really liked that this match kicked off the show, and the fact that Taya had to like use a chain and like attempt to use that, and Tanil throws it away. It shows like a little bit of desperation on the champ's part, which you know desperation is a, a little strong bit. word. I mean, she she yeah, happened but... to find a chain on the floor. Yeah, she didn't hit her with it. Now listen, it was not on the floor. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Don't you be lying out here to the people, Benji. <laughs> it was delivered to her, hand-delivered from her little henchman there. I didn't see it. Oh, of course you did, Ty <laughs> Valkyrie. Mark. <laughs> That's all right. Anyway, for those of us who watched it and saw it, <laughs> I liked that. I liked that she went to that place. She's like, I'm going to do some heel shit. Let's go, you know. That I liked. And, um, you know, obviously Tanil was not successful and Taya retained. But this was followed up by, I think, my favorite match of the night. I'm going to call it now. Yeah, I think I'm going to call it one of my favorite matches of the night. Um, which was the triple threat tag team for the uh, championships. Um, I love the North. I don't know what happened. How good are they, right? But, like, I love the North. <laughs> All of a sudden, I was, like, watching this match, and I was, I always kind of liked them, you know what I mean? But mm. LAX, so, like, LAX. But, so I'm watching this, and I'm like, yo, they are dope. They are such a good tag team. Like, such a good tag team. They work so well together. They were hitting everything they needed to hit, full gas pedal, and that finisher, what? 
whatever. <laughs> whatever. I was Yo, like, this was is sick. Sick. Oh, so, so sick. Love that. Um, Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Uh, every time I watch Willie Mack, I think the same thing. And I, I literally tweet the same thing every time I watch an Impact show. And I'm like, yo, Willie Mack is awesome. Awesome. And like, I like looked at my notifications this morning. He, re- he retweeted it. And I was like, oh, hello. Hi. <laughs> Do you want to chat? Because I love you. <laughs> um, he's so talented. And every yes. time I see him, I'm like, God, I'm so damn impressed. And then I forget. And I don't. And I'm really mad at myself that I forget about it. He reminds you quick, man. Like he's one of those guys, like very deceptively agile, man. And not even just agile, but just it's just so smooth, man. Like he does it like nothing. No, like it almost doesn't seem like he puts effort in how smooth he is. Yeah. Woo. That little little flip out into the onto the guys on the outside of the ring over man. the top rope. Ooh, child. That was And beautiful. then you had <laughs> um <laughs> you had a uh, Rhino's old ass and RVD. <laughs> Looking, looking like in some good shape, you know. Maybe, maybe some changes in his life made him a little, hey, a little better. You know what I mean? Seems like he's very happy in his life. You do you, boo boo. Have a good time. <laughs> you know, he made a change and he's living his best life with girls in the hot tubs. Enjoy it, enjoy it, honey. I'll Listen. just, I'll just say this. I'd never imagined myself seeing RVD in a rap video. <laughs> I know. What strange times. What strange times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even though they were in it and they're, you know, I don't want to say past their prime, that's rude, but, uh, you know, older seasoned veterans, um, I thought they did very well. The the part that I really liked was seeing RVD turn heel. Yo, I didn't expect that at all. I'm like, wait, did like, he just what? I was like, what? but is RVD a heel? Has RVD ever been a heel? Except for like a little bit in like ECW? Uh, no. I don't think so. I was really confused by this. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking to Mr. Queen. I'm like, this is weird. This is really weird. Does anybody else think this is weird? Did RVD <laughs> just turn heel? Is that possible? And like the crowd like booed him instantly. And I was like, whoa. I don't know. What did you think about that? Yo, I I, I was like, did I just see, did he just like really knock him out? Like what What's going on here? Then he starts laying everybody out. Then he goes over there and then, you know, just stares down Rhino on his on his back. And it's just like, yo, RVD, what? I know. Like, what's going on here? Like, I was like, is this a shoe? Like, what's going on? Like, I'm I'm, I'm fully believing everything I'm seeing here. Like, I'm just fully invested into the story because I'm like, this is not the RVD I know. Like, what is this? It's weird. And I'm like, wait, what does this mean? Like, where is the storyline going? What does this mean? I don't understand. I'm, I'm used to, like, happy-go-lucky RVD. I'm like, did he come off his high? What's going on? Like, yeah, I know. Like, do we need to roll another one? Like, right? dude, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Seriously, it was really unnerving. And I was like, okay. Like, I'm here for it because I want to know what they're going to do. Like, I hope they give it a really good story because I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I want to like, see that, what happens. That's, that's the main thing. Like, I'm actually interested in, like, okay, where is this going to go? Like, you don't just turn RVD for no reason. Like, he's a bread and butter. Like, he's the old half and show. Like, what are you going to do now? Like, wh- where is this going? Like, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm bought in. I'm excited, too. Like, is he going to join a fa- – like, is he going to join OVE? Like, what, what are we doing? Whoa. <laughs> what are we doing? Like, that's – I'm like, is he just going to be healed by himself? That seems kind of weird. I don't he, know. He, I don't know. He seemed pissed off that Willie Mack hit the frog splash. 
He was mad. He seemed mad. I don't know. It's going to be weird. We'll find out with that one. But the North retained, um, which is awesome. I'm very happy about that. And then we had a match that I wasn't really crazy about. However, I was really crazy about Marafuji. So Mike Elgin, I can kind of take either way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's a big hoss. I mean, he can move and stuff, but I only like him in certain matches, I feel like. Okay. And, um, but seeing him with Mar- uh, Marafuji was really exciting. So I'd heard of Marafuji before, but hadn't really seen a lot of his stuff. And I was like super impressed by his work in this match. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who are you? I need to know everything. Tell me everything. And then it was like, <laughs> oh, it's from Pro Wrestling Noah, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Pro Wrestling Noah, you say? Oh, how interesting. Okay. <laughs> Let's do some deep dive research. And luckily, my pal, uh, the Barry Potter on Twitter, uh, hooked me up with some matches so I can watch. But what did you think of this one? This Your, is a little slow for me, other than the big spots. But... This, out of any match, like this felt like a, a match you'd see in Japan. Like It just felt yeah. so different from the entire show. And I... I'm so used to watching like New Japan and stuff. I'm I'm used to these matches. So like for those that weren't, like this would just seem like okay, what this is just a whole different vibe. And sure. Um again, like like you said, like Marafuji, like it's one of those names you hear, like this guy's really good, like like almost that legendary status. You hear about it, but you it's not one of those people you normally see. So like, yeah, you do your you you know, you look him up and you do all that stuff, and you're like, Oh, okay, okay, he's doing that. All right, I wanna see that. So that's how I headed. I went into this match. Um, Elgin, for me, I, I'm I, I like him. Like I, I'll watch his matches. Like I, I love yeah. how he can hit a power move out of any angle, and mm-hmm. especially in this match, he seemed a lot more agile, a lot more quick than you normally see right. him. Like he was running around that ring, diving, doing drop kicks. Like okay, um, so this match was like it started a little slow, but I think once it started picking up, like it was just like they were just doing some stuff to each other. You <laughs> know, like. I know it was crazy. Y'all need, right? y'all need to talk after that match. <laughs> I know y'all need to have a, a conversation. Right. And and that was this was the thing that I I totally agree. It had a very Japan vibe, right. which is cool, but it didn't fit with the rest of the card for me. Yeah. So I was like a little thrown off by it. I did enjoyed it, and it was one of the matches. Like I was saying, like I I could take them either way, but this one I liked. This it's one was like, good. I would describe it as like okay, you're listening to your favorite musician's album, right? And they yeah. always have that one track that's just totally different from the whole album. That's how I kind of looked at it at, at this thing. Like it was just yeah. that track that's just like okay, they they threw that out. This is something they wanted to do. It doesn't fit in with the like too much of the vibe of the whole album, but I, I see what they were going for in this, and that's how I kind of viewed it as. Yeah, that's a that's a good take. I, I like that, Benji. I like that. Yeah, no, um, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah, I got, you got some little takes there. I love it. This one, though, was followed, I think, by the most fun match of the night, which was for the X Division champion. <laughs> Very exciting. Ace Austin, Jake Crist, Tessa Blanchard, Daga, and AC Romero. You just, AC Romero just signed the day before. This is he his did. first match. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a first match! I first of all, I hope you're okay, AC. He took the nastiest ladder. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, no way, this man is ju- no, no, th- this too much man. I can't. He's gonna hurt himself, or I, I don't know what to do. And then so, he took that spot, and I was like, yeah, like for the for those who hadn't seen it, like okay, so he's climbing up the damn ladder. Tessa's gonna you know 
you know how they push him off the ladder? There's a yeah. table on the side and the, outside the ring. Right. Normally, he's going into it, but he's a little bit low on the ladder. So as she's pushing him, his foot, like, he kind of, like, steps on the top rope and just completely, no grace at all, just, like, <laughs> collapses onto the table, destroyed, and the ladder flips over. <laughs> oh, my God. It flips over him and hits him, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's probably <laughs> dead. His leg is now dead. The ladder hit it. Holy shit. Someone make sure he's not dead. I was really scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you just signed that contract, yo. You just secured the bag. What are you doing? I know, right? Yo, and, and like we were saying before, Tessa took some hits in this match, man. Like yes. she was treated just like anybody else, man. Like, she was taking some hits. You could just hear her screaming on the side, like and just in pain, but yep. kept getting up for more. She really did. And that last spot of her climbing the ladder, she's about to take the belt and freaking ace. Austin comes up with that stick and just whaps her. And I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, what? I'm like, Tess, you get up there and you go slap him with that stick. I was Man. like, that was hot. You know, she took some bumps. I mean, she did some work in that match. And, you know, hugest pop of the night for her, obviously, other than Kylie, I thought. And just, wow. Oh, I mean, the people, people were behind people Tessa. Tessa. Oh, yeah. People love Tessa. Tessa. Not that we're surprised, but like. You know, it's it's so much excitement to have this match. And I'm like, my girl, she going to make history. But then I was like, oh, no. No, we're not done with OVE yet. God damn it. <laughs> Screwed it Yo, up. What, what wild turn it would be if they ended up teaming up with her after all this is said and done. You know, I was wondering the same thing. And I thought about that. And I was like, yo, can you imagine if she just joined OVE? Right. Yeah, dude, she's taking over. I'd be like, oh, that's it. <laughs> Say goodnight, everybody. <laughs> They'll just be champions for uh, the next three years, and right? uh, everything will be great. <laughs> like, it was oh, doing, it's like, crazy. The, was an, oh, um, Daga hit a damn Canadian destroyer. At, yes. <laughs> on top of the ladder, and I was like, oh, Jesus, I don't know who that hurt more. <laughs> it was wild. It was yeah, really like, wild. Yeah, dude, they were doing so much stuff in this match, man. And, like, it was just, it was so much, it was just genuine fun. Like, it was like, you were just watching, like, no, they're not going to do, oh, she just, oh, damn, what, oh. Like, the whole match, man. Like, it, it, it was wild. It was wild. That Canadian Destroyer spot was, like, I think one of the best spots of the entire night. Oh, Daga is crazy anyway. Yeah. But, like, just watching that happen on Impact and you're just like, okay, all right, moving on. <laughs> wild. <laughs> Totally wild, and I'm glad that we had a chance to kind of cool down after that with Moose versus Ken Shamrock because <laughs> I needed a minute <laughs> after that match. I was like, right? I need a glass of water. I need a fan. I don't know what happens, but that was crazy. Uh, this match, I think, was my least favorite. I didn't like it. Um, I don't really like Moose, so I think that's my bigger mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I will say, Ken Shamrock is 55. That body though, what the what? How is he that ripped? He's ripped, right? Like ripped, totally ripped. Just shredded, like man. Like ripped, like no. actual lean, mm-hmm. shredded. Like I don't understand. Like put him on the post, uh, the movie Three Hundred, shredded. Like he was just like just ripped. And yo, he was doing some Ouch. stuff in this match. Like, you know how old you are? What are you doing? Like he was diving. <laughs> No, I'm like, you are 55. Like, bro, that's not old, old, but, like, be careful. He's doing her at Karatas. Like, yes. Just... Like, chill the fuck out. 
chill the fuck out. He had no fucking chill. Like, he was just scared. <laughs> I saw the first time. It was like, wait, what did you just, what? I know. Holy Wild. <laughs> it was just, it was weird. It was weird to watch and like. <laughs> right. It was just so like, like visually, uh, like you didn't know what to expect. Like I went into his matches. You did like, okay, it's such a match. I'm going to cool off in this match. I'm like, Impact, let me chill. Like, y'all keep yeah. <laughs> Like the first five minutes, he's diving out the ring. I'm like, what? I know. <laughs> I'm trying to walk away and get something to eat or some shit. Y'all making me <laughs> stay? I know. It's crazy. I love seeing him apply the ankle lock. It's just so impressive, obviously. And then, um, you know, Moose wins. But I just don't like Moose. I can't connect with the guy. You know, I want it, but I can't. That's totally fine. Everybody has, in wrestling, yeah. everybody has that one guy, that one woman. It doesn't matter. Um, that one wrestler that you just, for whatever reason, you just can't stand them or you just, it's not for you. Like for me, it's like uh, Adam Page. Like I don't, hang, Hangman Page, I don't know what it is about the dude, but I'm just not interested. Like it's yeah. not for me. I don't know what it is. But like it's the same I would assume for you, Lemus. It's just like one of those things. It's just like, I don't really, not that you don't care, but it's just like, eh. It's not my cup of tea. Right. I got a lot of cups of tea that I like. You, sir, are not one of them. That's all. It's nothing personal. I well, I guess it is kind of personal, but I mean, it's not like I hate you. I just I don't want to watch you wrestle. I guess I don't know. It's just not my fair, cup of tea. You know? I know, but you know who is my cup of tea? Who your cup of tea? Sammy Callahan, honey. Oh, child. Listen, I'm already upset about it. I feel some type of way that <laughs> there was only one title change here, and I'm very mad about it. This match has me in my feelings. It was great, but mm-hmm. I'm in my feelings about it. So I'm going to let you go first. Okay, well, before you gather your thoughts, I don't Ooh. know how you ever thought he was in a takeout freaking machine coming out in his Wolverine gear. Like, you were not going to – and especially after what you did to Melissa, you, you thought you were going to get your – up, you know, your, your, your just desserts, you know what I mean? Like, I love Sammy, but I'm a big cage guy, yeah. and, yo, know, like, he does it. He did his damn thing in the show, man. He got all his shit in, and he, did, you know what? I'll give props to Sammy. He was taking it to Cage like this, this the damn like power bombs into the concrete, just to onto uh, the guard, the pile driver he gave to him on the guardrail, like, and especially coming back from a back injury, like he was really taking some shots to that back. Yeah, I think he, he really was. Maybe even had like a gash, I think, on his back. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but like I, I love that he right right off in the start, like he starts Cage just like goes at him, bites his the man's forehead. Like who bites a man's forehead in a fight? Just right yeah. off the get go, you know. I don't know. He does apparently. Bit his forehead, starts bleeding, goes and gets the damn Wolverine claws, just like <laughs> gashes him across the face with it. I was yeah. with him, man. Like I understand it, it's in your feelings and I might be poking the bear here a little bit but you know what i mean like hey you know maybe it just wasn't callahan's day you know what i mean it wasn't callahan's day and i knew it wasn't gonna be because of the whole storyline with the wife and i was like ah back he's gonna <laughs> definitely retain and nah and he just looked like a total badass when he came out and i'm like oh here we go but the best part about this match it was phenomenal a plus 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 because you know, in a time period where people overbook or overanalyze creative storytelling, this hit everything it needed to hit. The big time, you know, your champ hero avenged his wife, right? Totally demolished 
the temp, uh, the company's top heel, and you have this badass champion coming out on top. It was this whole story of, you know, not only are we here to lay everything on the line for the title, but, like, we're also here to beat the ever-living crap out of one another. Like, thumbtacks, I'm going to maim you, like, let's fucking go. And that's the kind of stuff that makes for an incredible main event. And what a way to end the night. What a way to end the night. Yeah, man. Like, I, I'm Ooh. so glad you stuck. You, you actually you decided to watch the show, man. Because, like, I've been I, saying, like, Impact is underrated. It is. And I normally watch their stuff. I do watch their pay-per-views. I'm not so much into their weekly TV uh, as much. Uh, normally because I didn't really feel like watching it on Twitch. <laughs> so now that it's on Access, I probably will watch some. So that's going to be good for me at least. Um, but I like I like their pay-per-views. You know, I just, I do. Their Slammiversary mm-hmm. was fucking dope. Yes. That, that one was like one of my favorite ones, I think, of the year. It just was awesome. Top to bottom, that Monsters Ball, forget it. It just was so damn good. And Tessa yes. to Sammy and, like, the story. Impact has got a lot of great things going on, and I really hope that they build the, that on this momentum. And, you know, Benji, who's going to stop the machine? Who's going to stop Brian Cage? Is it going to be Sammy eventually in a rematch? Is Elgin going to get another shot? Like, what you are we going to do? I don't, right now, I don't, I, there's a lot of questions. But right now, honestly, I don't think anybody's got the answers. Hmm. We don't know, huh? No, I don't think I don't see anybody at the moment. Maybe somebody will step up. You know, maybe I don't. Could this be the end of Callahan and Cage? We'll see. But you know, um, as of now, I don't see anybody really taking him down yet. He's just he's just on a on a, another level right now. He's he's hitting it on all cylinders. So I say, you know, just ride with it. Let's just see how far he can take take it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think not it's going to be very not, interesting. Yeah, let's say go on another undefeated streak forever. You know, like, you know, somebody will beat him eventually, you know. Yeah. But as of now, like, he, he's killing it. He's killing it right now. Let him do his thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess we're going to let him do his thing. I'd love to see where they're going to move next. I'm excited to see how they're going to book him in the yeah, future. Yeah, definitely. Especially since this was the last show before they go debut on Access TV. So it'll be interesting to see where they carry these storylines moving forward now that they're on a bigger platform, if anything. Exactly. And that's I'm glad that you said that because I think now that they're going to be on access every single week. And Tuesdays, what a day Tuesday is. We have NWA Power, then Shout AEW out Dark. Shout out to stuff. them. Killing it. AEW Dark, and then Impact. I mean, Tuesdays are looking great. <laughs> Tuesdays are looking awesome. Every day of the week, everything's stacked. <laughs> oh, God, help us. How are we going to fit all this wrestling in, Benji? I don't know, but, I, like, I'm, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Just, it, right. it, you know what? It's it's good problems to have. It's good problems. Hey, man. Phew. I'd rather have this than what it was, like, you know, 10-plus years ago when my only option was WWE or TNA. <laughs> so yeah, like. I'll take too- it. <laughs> You know, for television, it's a, it's a revolution. Everything has changed. And I yes. think that that's the coolest thing ever for us fans uh, to have this. And, you know, I just want to give a big shout out to Impact. I mean, like, everyone was like, watch this show. You were like, watch this show. And I'm like, all right, like, I'll do it. I'm glad. I mean, you know, I was going to look at the highlights anyway. But I'm really glad that I actually sat down and I watched yes. the whole thing. It was really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It uh, it made my birthday end nicely. So what a perfect <laughs> ending to your birthday. Happy birthday, queen. Yo. Yes, thanks. Yeah, it was a perfect ending to my birthday. And, uh, you know, I got to see 
Sammy Callahan and Brian Cage fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you hate that? And Tessa Blanchard looked like a total goddess that she is. I mean, you know, uh, it's perfect. It's perfect. Perfect way to, what a good birthday, huh? Right? Good birthday. I don't hate it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Benji, thank God you're here to talk with me about Impact because I didn't want to talk about this by myself. Always, always. I'm so glad that you're here and, you know, you were there at All Glory and now we get to talk about Battle for Glory and Future of Impact. I'm so excited. Next week, we're not telling the people what we're doing just yet, but it's my special episode for Halloween week. And oh, okay. Uh, you got a little something cooking up. Okay. You got a little something cooking up for them. Okay. You know a little bit of it, and then we'll drop the res later. But, you know, that's happening. But please, my friend, tell the people where they can find you, your podcast, all of that good stuff, because the people need to know my pal, Benji. I'm always all about plugging myself. So... <laughs> You can always find phrasing, right? You yeah. can always find me at Calavera Comedy on Twitter, Instagram. Check out the Calavera blog. Uh, pretty much, I'm on pretty much every platform, I think, at this point. I'm done, you know, humble brag here and everything. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, wherever you can find your podcast, you can check it out. Got a new episode coming up this Wednesday, so y'all be tuned in for that. That's gonna be. Gonna be a little bit something a little bit different. So oh. you know, I, got, I got my own little little thing cooking, you know. Okay, but okay. Excuse us. <laughs> Excuse us over here. Benji's just showing out. Okay. Well, that's exciting. And all my friends that are listening right now, please go follow my pal, and you will enjoy everything he has to offer. Check out his podcast. And Benji, of course, thank you for coming on to hold court with Queen. Hell yeah. Thank <laughs> you.